0: They want you to keep thinking that you're failing due to a lack of willpower, that you just didn't stick to the diet for long enough, and that you should sign up again and go through the motions time and time again. But we know that people are doing this up to five times every year. They're often signing up to the same pro- program, same diets, and getting the same result that is, weight loss followed by weight regain.
1: Welcome to the Run Lift Mom podcast, where we're talking about running, lifting, and momming, not necessarily in that order. You're gonna love today's interview with Dr. Nick Fuller. Dr. Fuller is a program leader at the University of Sydney and works in a research setting to create long-term, cost-effective treatments for obesity. And guess what, folks? he did the interval weight loss program has been shown clinically to be the most superior long-term weight loss strategy and you know i'm all over that but through a mother runner lens we're going to start by addressing misconceptions with traditional weight loss diets and i need you to hear him when he says this is not a willpower thing it is your biology Then we're gonna get into some tactical tips from the interval program that you can use, my friend. I want to make mention that Dr. Fuller uses the words evidence-based several times in this show. And as a listener, you need to know upfront that that means it's rooted in science and it's been proven again and again in a clinical research setting. This is a good thing, friend, and it means you can take Dr. Fuller's advice to the bank. So without further ado, Dr. Nick Fuller. All right. Welcome Dr. Nick Fuller to the Run Lift Mom podcast. You're ending your day. I'm beginning my day. I am so glad that we're connecting. How are you, sir?
0: I'm very good, Susie. It's wonderful to be on your show and I'm uh, very grateful for being a guest. So thanks for having me on.
1: We are going to get tactical in this episode and talk about some of the components of your interval weight loss program. I want to set the stage here first though, For my fitness-minded mom that is listening, can you talk to me, Nick, about why you caution against quick wins on the weight loss side of things? Like, Why why shouldn't we get a quick, fast win when we're trying to lose weight?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I guess firstly, to put this into context for your listeners, remember, so it's interval weight loss. It's got nothing to do with intermittent fasting. We're going to get into that nitty-gritty detail, but that's just to clear it up for everyone to start with. Uh, I work at the University of Sydney Royal Prince Alfred Hospital in Sydney, Australia. It's a wonderful state-of-the-art facility. I'm very lucky. And we actually run Australia's largest weight management um, facility hospital. We see thousands of patients uh, every month, and basically we're helping people on their weight loss journey. To answer your question, the reason why... um, we don't want people dieting is because science and research has shown that actually, that actually accelerates your weight problem, and it's actually one of the two biggest things why or contributors as to why the obesity epidemic is going up. Um, if you look at the problem uh, on our hands, it sort of became evident around the 1970s. The environment changed. We start seeing fast food on every corner uh, of every block. We, we start using motor vehicles to get everywhere from A to B, uh, we're addicted to these devices which keep us awake all night. Um, now, that has obviously contributed to an increase in our weight. But then what do we do? We react by dieting. We sign up to the latest and greatest diet. We sign up um, to the keto, the intermittent fast. that's the current fads. We get the short-term win. There's no questioning that. We see that as clinicians in our hospital clinics. But when we follow these patients up down the track, it might be a few months, but definitely um, within a few years, these people have put the weight back on. They've not only put the weight back on, but they've put on a little bit extra. And it's our body going into shutdown mode in order to eliminate that stress, which is weight loss caused through dieting, um, to go back to what is our starting point or our set weight. So basically, the minute you start a diet or a, a weight loss program, um, it's you know, often packages these four, eight, 12-week programs you see online. You are doomed for failure. Your body's gonna fight that weight loss and you're gonna get you're gonna see yourself go back to your start point plus a little bit extra.
1: I need people to hear that part because oftentimes we will say, Oh, I'm just gonna do this reset, right? Or I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get where I need to be. Um, and so what I hear you saying is when it comes to weight loss or weight management,
0: we need to be thinking in terms of marathon, not sprint. Exactly. This is all about working with our body, not against it. Look, if dieting worked, we wouldn't see the problem we see today. The obesity epidemic is only getting worse and worse and worse. The problem um, is now more prevalent. Um, roughly two in three people have a little bit of extra weight around their waistline, and they're often moving from the overweight to the obesity range. Some people don't even have a weight problem to start with. Um, they develop this you know, unhealthy portrayal of what a you know, perceived healthy body images through social media and they end up dieting themselves fatter and fatter. So what really happens um, is when you start to lose weight, your body goes into shutdown mode, okay? This fight or flight response comes into play. And this is what the general public don't understand because this is what the dieting industry don't want you to know. They want you to keep thinking that you're failing due to a lack of willpower, that you just didn't stick to the diet for long enough and that you should sign up again and go through the motions time and time again. But we know that people are doing this up to five times every year. They're often signing up to the same pro- program, same diets, and getting the same result. That is weight loss followed by weight regain. And there's a fascinating study that looks at um, 4,000 twins. It shows uh, what they did was they followed them up over 25 years and that showed that the twin that had been dieting was always heavier than the twin that hadn't so dieting is only accelerating your weight problem and whether it's your own lived experience or a family member a friend or a colleague you'll know that people are talking about those short-term wins on the latest and greatest diets these diets we've been doing for the last four decades but we are get, we end up putting that weight back and we end up regaining it and that comes down to our biology so your body will go down into shutdown mode as i mentioned your metabolism is going to lower so you burn less calories at rest your appetite hormone signaling system is going to change which means your appetite hormones start telling you to eat more Um, your thyroid function which is the gatekeeper to your metabolism is suppressed so all of these things are working against you to make sure you basically slow down Your, your engine stops running as efficiently you burn less calories. What does that mean? You end up just putting that weight back on. So you're up against your body. And this is why diets don't work. Do
1: you hear Dr. Fuller listener? It is your biology, not your lack of willpower. I mean, dieting can do a lot of damage for us in between the ears. So I mean, like emotionally, mentally, but what I hear you saying too, is like, now your body is not working for you. It's working against you when you get into this cycle.
0: This is a really good point you make, Susie. So it's not just mental fatigue that we get through weight cycling and dieting and signing up to these programs over and over and over again, but there's also the physical repercussions. So you are doing damage to your body, your body's physiology. So every time you go and diet, every time you go and sign up to a weight loss program, um, your body's shutting down. So you're actually disrupting the normal equilibrium, which means your metabolism will become sluggish. Your thyroid function won't be working as, uh, as efficiently. Um, and when people say, I've got a sluggish uh, metabolism, I can't seem to shift the weight. Well, that's true because as you go through diet after diet after diet, your body just becomes better and better and better at shutting down. And as mentioned, not only do you stack the weight back on that you lost from the diet, but your body learns to put on a little bit of extra fat because it knows that another bout of starvation or another diet is coming in the near future. So it gets better and better at shutting down, eliminating the stress, putting on extra fat so that it can survive. And this is something left over from our time um, as hunter-gatherers. We have our ancestors to to thank, really, and and that is that our body will shut down in order to survive and procreate. Remember, we used to go very long periods of time without food, um, and when food was available, we would then gorge and store all of that extra energy. But now in the mundane environment, food's on every corner of every block. Uh, We have a hard time saying no, waistline goes up. What do we do? We then react by dieting. Um, But the body's response is to say, hang on, I've got to get rid of this stress. I've got to go back to my start point because that's the weight that I need to stay at in order to survive and procreate. And that keeps us at that steady set point that we remember being at for a long period of time.
1: Now, what you're discussing, Dr. Fuller, these are components of your interval weight loss program. And again, you guys, this is not some Instagram program that Dr. Fuller promotes, okay? I need need you to hear that he is in a university setting. He's doing this research. He's like, he's got his hands messy in the research. Can you talk to me, Dr. Fuller, about some of the behavioral strategies that you use to work with folks that are trying to control their weight?
0: Yes, so behavioural um, is, is a huge part of it. And this interval weight loss program, which is our um, evidence-based solution for overcoming the body's usual response to weight loss, well, that tackles um, all of these things that we're talking about, that addiction to food, the addiction to devices that keep us awake all night keep and, and affect our sleep health. Um, so it's basically bundled up into six key principles, six steps that help you address not just food, what you should be eating throughout the day, how to overcome the food addiction and addiction to fast and processed food, but also how to improve your sleep health and how to incorporate activity and exercise that's sustainable. Um, And remember, what we're addressing is uh, our evolutionary desire or our biological imperative to regain the weight. So remember, you you sign up to the diet, your body fights the weight loss, you go back to your start point. So interval weight loss, is overcoming that response. So what we've shown is that when we test this within our patients and we get them to lose weight in four-week cycles, so about two kilos of weight loss followed by a maintenance period followed by two kilos of weight loss followed by a maintenance period, so it looks like a step-down pyramid approach, um, that is how you do prevent your body kicking into gear and going into that fight or flight response so you don't get the lowering of metabolism and the increase in appetite hormones telling you you need to eat more so that's the evolutionary um, component to the program so it's on off on off on off and then in terms of the behavioral strategies um, what you should be eating how um, you incorporate ec- exercise and activity that's sustainable improves sleep health well that's broken down into those six steps and look some people need bigger help with other some components um like the food addiction and then other people really need to work on the sleep health so it it does tackle this holistic approach approach to a person's lifestyle so you can regain control of your weight and your health but most importantly remember as i keep reinforcing is that the reason why it works is because we're preventing our biology coming into play and this is the reason why all of these diets on the on the market don't prevent weight regain despite what they're marketing to you. So, you know, we're lucky we have human participants, patients coming into our clinics all the time. We trial and test on them. They're basically acting as human guinea pigs, but getting state-of-the-art care so we can see what's happening within their body when they're losing weight. So we're doing all we we can to switch off the usual response to weight loss so they can lose weight and then keep it off.
1: So to clarify for my American listeners that maybe don't Use kettlebells, right? Because those are the only folks that I know um, who can yes. do that quick math on kilos. Uh, Dr. Fuller is talking about about four and a half pounds, pounds for that that healthy cycle. Can we dig in for a minute, Dr. Fuller? I've heard you mention sleep and blue light a number of times during this conversation. That right is we're talking about our biology, and I've heard you say sleep, sleep, sleep. Do you mind if we dig into that component for a second?
0: yeah absolutely so remember we've got all of these different components that make up that healthy lifestyle the food addiction, what you should be eating, um, what food should be going on your plate how how to you know orientate um, your portion control throughout the day but yes like you said, sleep health so one of the things that's um, affecting our lifestyle is definitely technology and devices uh, they emit blue lights and we are addicted to these devices so when you go home um, of a day or if you're home with the kids and then you're unwinding by turning on the television, looking at your phone, all, of that, all that's doing is keeping you awake, okay? It's basically suppressing melatonin production and that basically tells your brain that it's daytime instead of nighttime. So that's not a good thing because it makes it hard to fall asleep but then it makes it hard to stay asleep. That means you have a flow-on effect the next day. You're going to be sleep-deprived and you're going to make poorer lifestyle choices you're going to think that going to you know the the local corner shop or the vending machine um, is the easier and healthier option um, and you end up defaulting towards poorer food choices you don't exercise because you're fatigued and you keep going through that cycle so it's all about switching off these devices for an hour before bed every night and we say no blue light after twilight get the, the the tvs uh, the phones outside the bedroom, and disrupt your evening routine. Do something different. So help the kids with the homework, read a book, practice a new hobby, learn a new hobby, anything that keeps you away from the these screens. Um, and, yes, it's, it's one of these key principles on the interval weight loss plan, and as you mentioned, it's referred to as no blue light after twilight.
1: That's a great way to remember it, and we are not putting ourselves in the position to win – for these movement decisions or the fueling decisions if we are sleep deprived. Friend, I want to encourage you to think about what might make the no blue light after twilight rule easy. Like for some of you, it's going to be to get like a normal old school battery operated alarm clock and just keep your phone out of the bedroom. That is a really easy behavioral switch for some of us if we have access <laughs> we're going to look at that device so think about what your day looks like and how you can limit that blue light i have to also ask um the other one that really stuck out to me um was use chopsticks and i know this has to do with portion control do you mind if we unpack that one as well dr fuller
0: yeah this all comes down to portion control if you think about these uh Cute, neatly packaged weight loss programs that we see online the 4-8-12 weeks they're usually a prescription for that period of time because the diet industry know that you can stick to it for that period of time you lose the weight you succeed you celebrate you go out with family friends colleagues celebrate the, the weight loss uh, but then you start to incorporate we'll see those old habits creep back in. Now, what they typically do is prescribe a caloric restriction, tell you how many calories to eat, how many grams of food to weigh out. um, And these plans are not sustainable and not achievable long-term. Plus, our body's far smarter than that. Remember, when you do cut the calories and increase the energy output, um, your body's going to go into shutdown mode. And that happens after just a couple of kilos of weight loss or about four pounds of weight loss. So what this no, uh, I guess, use chopsticks principle is referring to is that there's no calorie counting because it is far simpler than that. We've shown through our science um, uh, and our research studies that all you need to do is actually eat from big to small throughout the day. Breakfast should be your biggest meal, lunch your next biggest meal, dinner your um, smallest meal. And to slow down your meal consumption, sit at the evening, uh, dinner table. Um, if you're by yourself reflect on your day in a journal if you're with family share um, your day with them but use something you're uncomfortable with so it could be the chopsticks because that's going to slow down your food habits or it could be an oyster fork or a teaspoon anything so you're putting less food in your mouth and you're putting it in um, slower than you otherwise would be eating it so it's about eating from big to small sitting at the dinner table for the evening meal and using um, some utensils like chopsticks oyster fork or teaspoon to slow down your eating habits now you might be wondering why the big to small because we have shown through research that your body actually burns the calories two and a half times more efficiently in the morning compared to the evening time that doesn't matter about the time of the day but i'm saying that if you sit down to two identical meals same person that person's body will burn the calories from that meal two and a half times more efficiently in the morning so we want to bulk up the start of the day um, and finish off, taper off towards the end of the day. So it looks about three fifths of food at l- breakfast, two at lunch, one at dinner, and it's unlimited salad and vegetables because these foods are nutritious, nutritious and, and they're certainly the ones that we should be including more of on the plate.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. So one slow down. Um, If you don't have chopsticks or an oyster fork, sometimes non-dominant hand will be a really good um, just swap that can slow you down. And that is so fascinating about um, the same meal, same person, different times a day. May I ask you for our runners out there, Dr. Fuller, like if we have that smaller meal at dinner, should we worry at all about maybe a, a tough workout or a long effort the next morning? Will we have enough fuel in our tank?
0: We will, as long as you include plenty of food throughout the day. Remember, what we typically do in, in um, the, the, the Western countries is um, start our food intake around lunchtime. We don't tend to start ramping up that food intake until lunch and dinner is our biggest meal of the day. Um, now, what we want to be doing is completely – changing that around. Remember, breakfast needs to become the biggest meal. So as long as you're including plenty of nutrition throughout the day, you won't need as much food at the end of the day, and you're still going to be able to train hard um, and at the intensity you want to the following morning. But as long as you're not depriving yourself. Interval weight loss is not about deprivation. Remember, we're not calorie counting. We're not weighing out grams of food. Weight loss is a science, but weight loss is far easier than what the dieting industry make it out to be. You don't need to follow these calorie control plans because remember, when you do, your body's only going to go into switch, shutdown mode anyway. Now, obviously, when we're switching uh, to a, a diet or a dietary plan that's based on more unprocessed food, so fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, whole grain um, carbohydrates, lean protein sources, you do see an incidental Decrease in your calories anyway. So, when you shift from a processed fast food um, diet to an unprocessed nat- nature's treats, you do see that calorie deficit anyway of about 500 calories per day, which will see you lose that small amount that you're looking for during the weight loss months. But remember, it's only about four pounds, which is about one pound every week. To get the four pounds over the course of a month, and then you need to switch off, take the foot off the accelerator, which will mean also if you're training, you've got to take um, the, the train load down or switch off the intensity in terms of the training. Uh, that can be good as well in terms of injury set, preventing injury setbacks. But it's also going to help you with your long term weight loss goals. So it's about losing, maintaining your weight, and losing again, then maintaining that step down. Keep visualizing that. And when you're training, think of it as training hard for a block, easing off, allowing your body to recover, maintain that training load, but switch off the intensity and potentially some of the volume. Then you go and ramp it up again to help you lose that next couple of kilos, four pounds, and go on, maintain again, lose, maintain, lose, maintain.
1: Dr. Fuller is speaking directly to the hearts of those who have trained for marathons. We've done this before and friends, it's a great approach to losing weight, maintaining that healthy weight, all about working with our body instead of against it. Dr. Fuller, tell folks where they can find you
0: online. Okay. You can find um, information about interval weight loss at intervalweightloss.com. I've written three books on this topic. Now, these books just go into the science um, about obesity, the science of of weight loss. Remember, it is a complex um, beast we're up against. Our body's wired to protect itself against this weight loss. It will always rebound back to the start point. So in my latest book, Interval Weight Loss for Women, and despite the title, it's also suitable for men. Uh, It does tackle not only these biological protections that kick into gear when we lose weight, but it also explains these six steps of the interval weight loss plan in great detail. So you can read that book um, or read one of the interval weight loss books to equip yourself with evidence-based information. Okay, And this often means you need to unlearn a lot of the information you've picked up over many years or decades of dieting. Um, and it also means you often have to read the information more than once so that you can ingrain um, this evidence-based care. You can also get plenty of information free online. There's educational videos on the Interval Weight Loss YouTube channel but also on the IntervalWeightLoss.com website. There is, um, for those that are really keen, the mobile web app online program for your own um, personalised dashboard to keep accountable to the IWL program and to form or to be part of the IWL community. So, there's so many different ways you can digest this information. But I guess to start with, um, if you're a reader, I do encourage you to read and just to instill this education because for so long, you know, we've just been led to believe that we keep failing due to a lack of willpower. But remember, we're failing due to our biology. You're up against your biology, but we've now shown through research you can switch off your biology and the usual response to weight loss through this interval weight loss approach. And that's by losing weight in four week cycles, nothing to do with intermittent fasting. It's about, remember, four pounds of weight loss followed by maintaining the weight, followed by four pounds of weight loss, followed by maintaining that weight and just keep visualizing that step down approach.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Fuller. The work you're doing is so important. I know the listeners are going to be blessed by it. Friends, we're gonna put all of those details in the show notes. So click details or swipe up.
0: Thank you, Susie. It's um, been great to be on your show, as I said, and uh, you keep up the great work yourself. And you've got definitely got a new listener in in myself. And for those that are listening, remember, it's not all doom and gloom. You can regain control of your health and weight. And if you are training for a big running event, um, you've got to think about these long-term goals. So even you can still achieve those running goals, um, but you still need to be following what the weight loss science is now showing.
1: Thank you very much, Dr. Fuller. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Infinylene. Inphenoline is an elastic belt for your beltless bottoms. Whether you're on a weight loss journey, you are a new mama trying to extend those maternity clothes, or you just feel more powerful and confident when your pants stay up, you can check out InfinyleneBelts.com to learn more. Thank you so much for listening to the Run Lift Mom podcast. I want to let you know that you can swipe up in the podcast player that you're in to see the show notes. That's going to take you to my website and you're going to get a deep dive on today's show. Cool, huh? You can think of it as a blog post that complements what was covered today with all of the links and resources discussed. Don't forget to check out the podcast partners as well with some really great offers for you. And until I get into your earpiece again, remember, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. That's from 1 Timothy 4.8, and this has been the Run Lift Mom Podcast. It's time for the Alouette product of the week. And this week it is the City Detox Environmental Defense Powder Cleanser. Yeah, you heard me right. This is a powder cleanser. So you guys, you're just going to sprinkle this into your hand. You can mix it with water. The amount of water you use is going to depend on the consistency that you want. You can also mix it in with a foam or a gel-based cleanser. What's going to happen here is it's going to cleanse away pollutants, makeup, and skin impurities. It's an enzyme cleanser and it is detoxifying. It's fantastic. If you wash your face in the morning and the evening, if you can only pick one, I recommend the evening for your City detox. It's great to travel with because yo, it's powder. So throw it in your purse, your mommy backpack, or your gym bag. That is the City Detox Environmental Defense Powder Cleanser.